This is 7.30 Tea with Ree. So I'm like, oh my god, I'm literally stranded in a flooding canal. He's like, oh, I hope you don't mind. Um, I invited my friends. When he pulls up to pick me up, he's in a weird-looking van. Ree is spilling all the tea. Hello, everybody, and welcome to 7.30 Tea with Ree. <laughs> <laughs> if you hear laughing in the background... <laughs> background I have a guest here as you've seen in the title this is a guest episode this is gonna be a spiritual episode I haven't done a spiritual episode in a while I mean I did maybe a few episodes ago but this one's like gonna be full-on in-depth as you can tell by the title it's gonna be about Lizzie Borden and yeah how are you guys all doing this week I know this week I'm not gonna lie I already had filmed my spike tea with three episode <laughs> so i'm kind of like filming this right now i'm like what do i chat about but I, I don't think i'm gonna chat this time i think i'm gonna go right into this because i think this is actually gonna be a lengthy episode so without further ado let's introduce our guest her name is Lindsay. hi hello she is a psychic medium just like me but her abilities are a little different, or maybe a lot different, actually, if you want to elaborate. Um, I'm, like, shitting my pants, sorry. I'm, like, I don't know if you curse about this. I've watched, like, a bunch... No, you can curse as much as you want. I know. I'm, like, in the top 0.5% of listeners, so I should know this. Um, <laughs> biggest fan. Um, I don't know. I feel like we have similar abilities. I just think I see more dead people. Yeah. <laughs> like, in, a, in, a, like, a more easy to explain sense i feel like the way that her abilities are we're both clairvoyant but i feel like we're different levels of it mm -hmm. so with her her clairvoyance she can see in this physical realm mine mostly comes through in like dream realms i would say and it, it just is fully different i feel like yours it's 10 times easier to just see i mean it depends. I did share one of my stories with you that you had on your podcast a, long, a yes, while ago. Yes, on the spooky tea one. Yes. Hers that, was the one where she predicted the death, guys. The death, and then did you share the other one about my ghoulie friend? I, I believe I did. I believe you did. So that one was also me. That yes. was, I want to clarify, that is the one and only time, actually second, first time I've ever seen anything, like, physically in front of me. An apparition, I, right? apparition, yes. Um, I haven't seen anything quite like my friend, and I can't really say his name because he doesn't like me to, so I'm just not going to. Mm. But um, I'm so nervous. It's okay. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I see things not necessarily the way that we normally see things. Um, very rarely will spirits show themselves as an apparition, like in front of me, like mm -hmm. girl with my eyes, like whatever. It's like one of those, like, you're seeing that too, right? Kind of moments. Right. Other times, it's more like I get flashes of images in my head. Right. Of what they look like and stuff like that. But at Lizzie Borden, everything changed. <laughs> and we'll be getting into that in just a sec. By the way, if you guys hear a lot of water in the background, I might not have explained that in the very beginning. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so we're in a hot tub right now. We are soaking up the bubbles. We are soaking up the bubbles. You got some wine with us. You know, it's almost like a spiked tea, so that's it's kind of spiked, funny. Spiked, like, oh my god. It's like a spiked <laughs> psychic tea. It's like, time. yeah, spiked session. We wanted to heighten the intuition with some alcohol. Oh, so here we are with our little wine. <laughs> yes. But, you know, like. here we are. We're in the hot sub, so if you hear some water in the background, that is probably why. Yes. Um, and before we get into today's episode, in case you're new here, I'm really happy that you're here. And... I am going to tell you a little bit about what this podcast is about, just in case you're confused and listening and kind of like, what the heck is this really about? So, uh, this podcast is all about spilling tea and sharing your deepest, darkest secrets. So, if you have any tea to spill, DM me on Instagram at 730 with 3 You spell that 730-T-E-A-W-I-T-H-R-I-E. Or you can DM me on my main Instagram account at Rihanna Flores. You spell that R-I-E-A-N-N-A-F-L-O-R-E-S. And if you wish to be anonymous, please let me know. Your story should be up to 500 words or less. And if you want to send an audio voice message in instead of typing out your story, 
please keep it up to five minutes max. Thank you. Just make sure it's not like my voice thing that I sent in. Yeah, no. Apparently mine didn't work at first when I sent it in. I think hers, okay, when she had sent her audio message in back then, and hers was the ghosty story, hers was the suicide trigger yes. warning story, actually. It was a really brilliant story. It was in, I think, the Halloween episode one. Yeah, I think so. It, I think it was. It was in the Spooky yes. Tea. So if you guys haven't listened to the Spooky Tea one, go back and listen to that one and play that story. You'll definitely know which one is hers. It's it's a really I've never experienced thing, anything like this and nobody I know has experienced anything like it. Yeah, it was like it was definitely something different, something very um, raw, real, you know, like it was I an emotional after. thing. It was great. It was <laughs> something really incredible but sad at the same time. It was just something you got to listen to it. Uh, basically a ghost saved her life so go listen to that in the spooky tea episode go back and listen and come back but today we're going to be diving in more with the lizzie borden experiences that she had and i'm really excited to hear it i would have heard it earlier today because we actually made a day out of hanging out yes but i specifically saved this moment for her to actually tell me what happened because i wanted to have a genuine reaction so you guys are gonna experience the genuine reactions with me yep. so and you're gonna see me like look at her and she's gonna look at me crazy and there's gonna be a really awkward silence for like two seconds well technically you might not see it though you won't see it. <laughs> listen two glasses of wine honey but we're gonna get into it gonna have Lindsay give a little backstory on the Lizzie Borden case in case you've never heard of it I honestly like knew of it but I didn't know the details on like what happened and stuff so she's gonna explain it and then she's gonna slowly dive in on her experience staying there overnight in Lizzie Borden's room yes so um, little backstory about why I went to the Lizzie Borden house because if you do know the case and you've watched Sam and Colby's video um, please answer my DMs um, so, <laughs> Um, if you've watched their videos, you will know that that house is spooky and that a lot of things happened in that house, like murder and yeah. So basically, a lot of people know, I'm going to paraphrase the nursery rhyme because I don't know it by heart, but I know some of it. So the nursery rhyme kind of goes, Lizzie Borden took an axe, gave her mother 40 wax. When she saw what she had done, she gave her father 41. Um, that number is not true. Uh, she did not actually whack her mother 40 times. I think it was somewhere around 20. Mm-hmm. And they're really oh, just it, 20. <laughs> I, don't, I, I mean, I don't know. There is no evidence that she actually did it. She mm. was acquitted of the crime. So we don't know who actually committed the murder. Although I have my theories. So going into it, I'm just going to paraphrase and kind of just like briefly go through it because... It's a long case, and it's literally a clusterfuck. Like, you have, you need, like, the red string, like, connecting everything and everyone. <laughs> so, one, to- one day, uh, Lizzie's uncle, John, stayed at the house mm-hmm. with her father, and her father, Andrew Borden, was very rich. He had a lot of money, and you could honestly see that when you go to the house, because it's a relatively big house, and not much has changed through that time. Sorry, the bubbles are coming out. Uh, So, so Andrew Borden had a lot of money. He was considered to be a millionaire. I don't remember exactly what he did, but he made a lot of money doing it. But I've met this man. He is a piece of shit. So I'm just saying. Met him in ghost form. In ghost form. I wasn't alive in the 1800s. I'm just saying he's a piece of shit. So... (laughs) He had all this money, and he had enough money to support his family and to give them the finer things in life, as anyone would coming into so much money. Right. But he didn't. Mm-hmm. For a rich family, the quality of their life was close to being in squalor. The family ate a lot of, like, rotten food because he didn't have a refrigerator, and he was also very stingy, so he didn't want to throw out the food after it went bad. So he would feed the family the food. Mm-hmm. And it would even have maggots in it. Like, Ugh. it's it's gross. It's fucking gross. And they also didn't really have plumbing. I know, like, toilets became a thing back then. This was, like, right around the time where they switched from chamber pots to something kind of like a toilet. If you know what it's called, please let me know because I forgot. 
And they only had that really in one part of the house and that was in the basement, which is in my opinion, the worst part of the house. So their uncle John was coming to visit and he loved Lizzie and Emma like they were his own daughters. There is speculation that they were abused. I personally cannot confirm this. I'm not spreading that information. But it was said that Lizzie and her sister were abused by their father. The stepmother, Abby, not so much. Um, Abby married into the family after uh, Lizzie's mom died during childbirth. Lizzie was the final, I think the youngest sister, and her mother died while giving birth. Um, so, yeah, she was kind of born into a tragedy. I think the father personally blames her for her mother's death. That's what I also think. Mm. Because back in the day, you know, women didn't have much say in anything, and yeah. you're kind of like the blame for everything. Yeah, yeah. So, I feel like he blamed Lizzie a lot, and that kind of came through in the house, this hatred for women. There's also one other person in the house. Her name is Bridget mm-hmm. O'Sullivan. Although that O'Sullivan, I believe, is her married name. She was the maid, but she went by in the house Maggie because they were very racist against Irish people. This was very much like the Nia age where no yeah. Irish need apply. Right. Nina, sorry. And there was a whole big stigma against Irish people. They were they would call her Maggie, basically, because that was also the name of their old maid before she had quit. Oh, okay. So they did that to belittle her and everything and maggie me bridget sorry wine bridget had a tough time i don't know much about maggie herself like that old maid Mm -hmm. but bridget i know she had a very shitty time in the house she was only allowed on the third first floor and basement she was not allowed on the second floor because that's where andrew borden's bedroom was Mm. so he thought that because she's irish she's going to steal from him right yes that's so dumb. It is dumb. And you'll also see this later on with the Italians, too, when they come in. But yeah, that's more later, I think, more in the 1900s rather than early, mm-hmm. like, 1900s, late 1800s. Yeah. Because of the influx of Irish immigrants coming in. Mm-hmm. So she was a relatively, like, a nice person. Yeah. Like, I don't know anything negative about her. I know that her spirit is very dominant in the house. At least with me, she made herself known. Yeah. I did not go in her room. Mm-hmm. I went into it once, and I was like, nope, and I left. So, one day, Abby, the stepmother, is upstairs doing whatever, and she ends up getting whacked in the head with a hatchet multiple times. She is face down on the floor with her butt in the air with her dress pulled over her, exposing her privates. Mm. Which, to any, like true crime person would be like that's very sexual in nature that's yeah. very like yes yeah like it's something that's like provoking like nobody would want to mm-hmm. yeah but there was no evidence that she was sexually assaulted right the whole case by the way was so poorly handled yeah the police did not really investigate it that much i believe they had the crime scene open for days on end and people walking in and out of the house because you know apparently we had nothing better to do than walk in on murder scenes so people were constantly walking through this fucking house right like damaging any evidence that could be there and including the hatchet not being found nobody knows what the hatchet is so abby's dead on the second floor okay keep that in your brain that abby is on the second floor she dies first okay andrew was having an early morning you know, he woke up, he went out, and he went to work. When he goes to work, he had a relatively easy day, and I believe there was something that made him have to go home early. Now, Andrew came home after Abby had already been killed. Mm-hmm. So his murder seemed to be more like a surprise. Right. And in nature should be messier. You could tell that by the skull, when, you look, when I show you the pictures later, like the skull, like it's like... I don't know how there's anything left of it, of how he was killed. Uh Very blitz, murder, violent, definitely by surprise, did not have a lot of planning in it. Right. And he dies in the living room on the first floor. Uh Uh-huh. So the way the house is laid out is very weird. You walk in through the front door, and on your right, you have the staircase going up to the second floor. Right. When you go up to the second floor, you have have the guest room where Abby was killed on the left side. And then straight ahead would be Lizzie and Emma's suite, which is where I stayed. Now, 
on the crazy as hell girl i this was for my friend i would not do this willingly i did it for my friend because she wanted we're, we like to do ghost like ghost mm-hmm. stuff together we used to do seances in my kitchen sorry mom and we had a whole thing with like where we thought we got into contact with alexander hamilton during our big hamilton era in high school Girl. if you know you know it was a lot i'm not saying i was a cringy high schooler but i understand why i was single until college so <laughs> anyway on the seventh step you can see abby dead mm. You can see right into, like, through the... I'm literally picturing it right now. Like, literally through the banister, and you can see her face on the ground with coagulated blood all around her. Shit. I believe someone said something had happened to Mother. Bridget goes upstairs, gets really scared, and then Andrew dies. Something along those lines. So So Bridget was home during the murders? Yes. Andrew Borden was... And didn't notice it till later. Supposedly. Supposedly. Andrew Borden gets murdered during a nap. He takes a nap on the couch in the living room, and whoever did... I have my theories. Whoever (laughs) did it came in and whacked the shit out of this motherfucker. (laughs) Well deserved. Especially after the shit that he... He called me a slut, by the way. I'll go into that. His ghost did that? During an EVP, yes. What? I wish I had it on video, but I didn't record in the house. Well, yeah. I felt like... They've been recorded so many times. I, I wanted to You wanted to respect them. them. I know. I, I try to do that. But I'll with send you everything too. from Salem. Because the. Anyway, so yeah. Andrew. Oh, died. yeah, guys. It took place in Massachusetts in case yes. anybody didn't know Fall where. Fall River, this Massachusetts. Is. It's a great area. It, there's a lot of Portuguese there. So if you're Portuguese, uh, there's a 50% chance that you probably have family there. Um, <laughs> actually, a psychic that I met in Salem who was Portuguese, never met another Portuguese psychic before. Mm-hmm. He had family in Fall River. And I told my mom, and I was like, oh my god, there's Portuguese people here. And she goes, yeah, Massachusetts has a very big Portuguese population. So, my people. (laughs) Anyway. So, yes. So this takes place in Fall River, which if you go to Salem, it's about an hour and a half drive. Mm -hmm. And it's a pretty nice drive. It's a nice area. It kind of reminds me of Mineola on Long Island. Okay. But also Ossining in uh, the Westchester area. I don't, I'm not too familiar with it, but I have okay. driven through Westchester. Like, it's like hilly, there's a lake, it's cute. The most I've been in Westchester is like North Salem area. I had an ex that lived there, and oh my god, it's so pretty over there. It that, is pretty. Oh, that piece of shit. I'm going to go on. Drown him, whack him with 40 wax. Anyway. <laughs> so, the cops come, and you know, they're looking at these two bodies, and they're just like, huh. And they kind of like stand there for a little bit. Yeah. Kind of like, what the fuck? And then eventually, I, I don't know how, it was way too long later, they're like, maybe we should get the police. <laughs> and then they go get the police. And the police comes and they're like, oh shit, that's a murder. Oh shit, it's a double homicide. Yeah. Damn, double homicide. Oh so, my god. Go and on. they, um, I think it's because they went to get the doctor that lived in town. Uh-huh. And I guess the doctor was like, the one to tell him like, yeah, we should kind of call the police. Girl. Like, they didn't call the police first. They called the doctor, and the doctor was like, I right, maybe we should call the police. So. What? Yeah. Yeah, times are fucking, those are different back then. So, as I mentioned before, there was a lot of people going in and out of the house because someone was like, oh, shit, something's happening at Lizzie's house. Let's go see. And people were walking through the house, looking at all the bodies, and, like, walking through the house and, like, touching everything and whatever. Party at Lizzie's? No, I'm just Party at Lizzie's. It's a murder party. <laughs> Panic at the disco. Oh, my so, <laughs> TM. So, <laughs> so it's like that. So Lizzie was ended up being arrested because she was the one that was seen with the most motive because if both her parents died, her and her sister can get the money, whatever. Right. So prison for Lizzie for rich people was not the same as prison, like the Salem witch trials prisons, like how they would treat like other people. Mm-hmm. Like normally they would go into like this like scary ass fucking prison with iron bars and everything. This bitch was put in a hotel. What? Five star <laughs> hotel, had her te- her needs tended to and everything. I just hit this. I'm sorry. That was me, not ghost. Sorry to God. Um... <laughs> The so, girl was in a hotel. She was in a hotel. The girl got room service while she did the shit. No, during the trial, for 10 days, she was in this hotel, and all of the jurymen were friends with her father. Uh-huh. And naturally, sexism at that age was like, oh my god, women, they can't do a murder like that. They're going to ruin their manicure. <laughs> so she ended up getting acquitted. Mm-hmm. And 
Bridget ended up going on trial like as a witness and some say she lied on the stand to protect Lizzie and there was apparently a rumor uh-huh. that her and Lizzie they were similar in age had a little thing what had the maid thing. and Lizzie had a little thing uh-uh. which is where my theories come in because Bridget she got abused as much if not even more so than the daughters themselves right. she was treated like ass she had to use the bathroom in the basement. She didn't even have a chamber pot in the attic where she lived. Like, she had to go down three flights of stairs to this dingy-ass, creepy-ass basement to go squat in the stool and, like, do her business. It was disgusting. Ugh. So she was treated like nothing. But she was also very close to Lizzie. Uh-huh. Now, it is said later in life, Lizzie's a badass, love her, would love to meet her spirit. Um... <laughs> She was actually one of the biggest advocates for women's rights mm-hmm. in the early, like, suffrage age. Right. Because so I guess this takes place... I'm, I'm getting, like, my dates mixed up, but I know it's early 1900s, mm-hmm. actually 1800s, something like that. Yeah. But she was a very big proponent of women's rights. Okay, Lizzie. Now, Lizzie and Emma were very close as sisters, very close. But after Lizzie had all this negative attention on her, she did not give a fuck what she did <laughs> after that murder. She did not give a flying fuck. She did not give a sitting fuck. She did whatever the hell she believed in. She opened up a... uh, Well, not opened up. She donated a lot of money to an animal shelter there in Fall River. And if you go there, there's a plaque that thanks Lizzie Borden for her generosity. She loved animals. She had... um, Also, just to show you what a piece of shit Andrew is. I hate this man. And um, after I met him, I was like, ha ha, I have my head and you don't. So, (laughs) he was a piece of shit, okay? So, anyway. So, she used to keep these pigeons. Okay. She loved animals. She loved dogs, everything. She ended up having two French bulldogs, I believe, when she moved out of the house. Mm -hmm. But she had these 12 pigeons that she would just take care of. She loved them. Pigeons, bro? Pigeons. Nah, I hate fucking pigeons. They work for the government. Yeah. That's how I feel, too. I'm like, she's better than me. She kept them. (laughs) And Andrew actually took an axe and murdered them all. (gasps) Just because Lizzie had, like, pissed them off about something. What a little prick. So the fact that he was killed with an axe was kind of fitting. But he was a piece of shit. And some people think that's why Lizzie did it. Because he killed the pigeons with an axe. Uh-huh. So, I know this case sounds like all over the place, but once when you go there and you get the tour, you really realize that it's, like, all over the place. Like, it's a very weird case. It's right. the weirdest I've ever seen. And I've known this case beforehand. But hearing it from, like, the people and how they verbally assault Andrew in the house is, like, crazy and it's also hilarious. Um, and you could tell he doesn't like it because as soon as you walk in the house, that shit's thick. You can feel the energy of it? Yes. Um, I do want to dive in a little bit about Lizzie's uncle, John. I don't remember his last name, but I genuinely believe wholeheartedly that he did it. Mm Mm-hmm. Because of this one fun fact that he ended up moving, and my true crime junkies and my, uh, Sam and Colby lovelies would know, he went to a fun little town called Villisca. Uh-huh. And there was a house there that another major axe murder took place after the Lizzie Borden house. Right after? Closely after, something like that. Really? I think it had to do with, like, when he got there. It was oddly close to when it happened. So I think he did both. And if you look at the Vliska Axe case, sorry. <laughs> it's very hard to speak. No, it, it is. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, like trying, tongue twisters. I'm trying to enunciate as much as possible because I've never been on a podcast before. No, you're doing great, honestly. I'm like Renee rapping it. No, no I'm training. <laughs> Girl, you got personality. Love no, of my life. Renee, call me. Um, so, <laughs> so anyway, um, John is actually one of the suspects in the Velisca axe murder case. Because he was around the time, he was there around the time, and he was also involved in another case. The what? Liz- which was the Lizzie Borden case. So oh, oh I thought it. you were saying another one after that. I was I like, I wouldn't what? be surprised, but he was also a butcher, and when Andrew's body was found, there was not a lot of blood. So let me know why Andrew's body didn't have a lot of blood, but Abby's body had a shit ton of coagulated blood around her. You know what I wonder, too? Mm. Because, you know, sometimes, okay, not that I'm a killer, so I wouldn't know this, but I'm saying, like, 
Okay, have you ever seen in murder movies or, or any movies or any shows mm-hmm. where you murder someone? Yeah. Like, maybe they injure themselves while killing someone yeah. and their blood gets in there? Yeah. Maybe he didn't want to mix his blood with his and then fully cleaned up all of the blood. I mean, that's a stretch. I mean, but I he probably it's just It is just weird that there's no blood that's he's there. Whacking, he's whacking it with a hatchet in the head, so I can't really see him getting injured himself. I mean, unless he accidentally hit something while maybe. he... That's a stretch. But it's a stretch. It's a possibility. I'm not saying Lizzie is entirely innocent either. I while I don't think that she did it, I definitely think she had a hand in it. Yes. Because honestly, if I found out that my niece was getting abused by her father, I'd want to kill the bastard too. I think Lizzie might have masterminded it, but I don't think she actually did it. Right. That's important. And as soon as you visit the house, you will know, like, as soon as you walk in, that Lizzie did not do this. It's giving Gypsy Rose. It's giving Gypsy Rose. <laughs> but not so much Gypsy Rose. Like, yeah, no, no, no. Different. That one's way different. Well, but, mm. like, she... Um, it is. Because, yeah. But, yeah. um... That's... I think that's self-explanatory. Yeah. Sorry. She wasn't killed with an axe. So... No, no, no. no. <laughs> yeah. So, honestly, it was, um... Also, take a shot every time I say, um, Yeah. <laughs> It's okay, that's what editing's for, but I probably won't edit that because I, I do so it all good. the time. <laughs> it's so good. We need the authenticity. Yes. So, yes. There's also, the reason why I think Lizzie was involved is because her friend, mm-hmm. who I don't remember her name, began with an A. Mm, I don't remember it. Therefore, I don't care. So, I don't remember her <laughs> name, but she saw Lizzie burning a dress that she had that had mysterious red blood stains in it. Really? Yes. And she was throwing it in the oven. What? To burn it. Because back then, you didn't give away clothes. Yeah. You either buried it or you burned it. Oh. So it was very weird the way they disposed of clothes. It's not like what we do nowadays. Yeah. Right? They didn't repurpose them. So she burned the dress. And no one thought to look into that. Like, whose blood was on the dress? Huh. Now, Lizzie, I feel, did resent her stepmother. Mm-hmm. But I also feel like her stepmother went through the same exact bullshit that she went through. Yeah. Maybe not as extreme. I do think Lizzie was abused. And the way that her mother was found kind of yeah. leans towards something of a sexual nature. So whether John yes. could have been jealous of Abby, because she was a pretty girl, I think. Yeah. And she had a pretty energy when I met her. Maybe he could have been more into her and be like, this bastard doesn't deserve this. Maybe he wanted to have her way with her and she refused and he killed her. I don't know. Or... It could have been Lizzie wanting to make her mother feel, well, stepmother, feel as bare and embarrassed and, like, violated as she did. Yeah. Which is what I was leaning towards. Cause when that's I a s- really, honestly, fair theory, I feel like. It's, yeah, and that's why there's a lot of speculation behind it. Yeah. So, in a nutshell, that's the case. Mm-hmm. And I know it's always going to keep it brief, but there's just so... Yeah, much. no, there was a lot. It- it's a rabbit hole. Yeah. And it's good that you went in depth, though, because now so when much you that tell I didn't your even, story... There's so much I didn't even mention. So, like, there's, like... It's, like, a clusterfuck. Oh, fuck. <laughs> I, if I, I could talk about this case for hours. Um, fun fact, Lizzie did go on to live a happy life. Um, she had a female roommate for the rest <laughs> of her life with her dogs. Mm-hmm. And as you know, companions back then usually meant that you're gay. Yeah, I think she was a lesbian. I love her. Anyway, <laughs> um, yes, Bridget ended up getting married after to a nice man who treated her with all the respect that she deserved. But her soul still resides at the house. Why? Don't know. Could be guilt. Could, Could not be. be. So, why I went into this house? My friend Sarah. It was her birthday week coming mm-hmm. up, and I had my winter break because I'm a teacher, and. We wanted to go somewhere special. So I planned this whole trip for her. Right. We were going to go to Salem and stuff like that, which is a whole other bag of chips that I told you about. Mm-hmm. I'm keeping this strictly Lizzie Borden because there could be a separate episode on Salem. And I wanted to plan this really cool thing for her because we had never stayed overnight in a haunted house. Right. So, unless you count mine, but I don't know. <laughs> I'll tell you about that after I talk about my experience. So, the grandmother story, I wanted to share that. You're going to tell me that today. On here or personally? I already told you personally. I want to share it again today. Oh, so ooh, cool. okay, okay. So, I wanted to make this trip cool for her, and I knew that we were going to Salem, and I was like, oh, Fall River isn't that far. So, mm-hmm. I planned this whole trip where we were going to go to her grave, 
and then that's when I was going to surprise her and be like, surprise, we're going to go stay in a murder house. Woo! <laughs> uh, but things didn't go according to plan, but we still did the full scavenger hunt. We went to Old Grove Cemetery where she's buried. We did, It was closed, so we couldn't go see her grave. But, yeah. So, I'm sorry. I'm, like, rambling. <laughs> no, 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 you're good. I was just checking. I was like, is it 9 o'clock? No. <laughs> if... Dude, it got dark so early. Anyway. I know. Wait, anyway. <laughs> I'm sorry, we're gonna go. No, it's okay. We'll probably cut that out. <laughs> the ADHD is ADHDing. No. So, <laughs> so, we went to Salem, did a bunch of cool stuff, got my first psychic, second psychic reading from someone I actually wanted to get a reading from, and then we made the trip. Uh huh. When I tell you, I was shitting my pants. I was not ready for this. I would not be ready. We had gotten stones. We got everything for this. Damn, girl. We salt prepared. too. No. Incense. Okay. That's good. Uh, but I'm pretty sure they had table salt in the house anyway, so I could have been like, ah, supernatural yeah. style. <laughs> um, my favorite show. So <laughs> we walk into this house, and we're doing a tour first. Then we did a tour, and then we had the room, so we went in the room after the tour. And then we did, an over, we did a late-night investigation of the basement. Because <laughs> I went all out for her, and now she's going to take me to the Conjuring house for my 25th. What? Yeah. No. 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 Not, we're not sleeping there. Yeah, no, you shouldn't. I don't want to. Girl, you... No. This was her idea, not mine. I said I would never go there, and she goes, that's where we're going, and I was like, fuck. Anyway. Now, not Ed and Lorraine Warren's house, right? Because their house, I drove past... Isn't that in Connecticut? Yeah, I drove past it. We're going to it. the one in Rhode Island. Oh, the actual Conjuring the from was, the movie, yes, right? Yes, and the Sam and Colby series that broke the internet. I still don't think you should, but you could do what you want to do. It's free. <laughs> it's free. I mean, as long as it's free, but girl! Okay. I'm not saying I wanted to. Anyway, so right, yeah. Go ahead. <laughs> the second you walk into this house, it's heavy. Right. It's an old house, so you could be like, oh, it's musty. No, you feel it. Oh, fuck. I felt like I was walking into a house that I was not invited to. So Shit. The, the whole thing starts, the tour starts, and, you know, nothing really happens. The tour guide's shitting on Andrew Borden, as he should. And <laughs> I'm already picking up someone saying, like, this motherfucker. Like, someone that knows <laughs> this man. This, like, I'm hearing, like, Andrew be like, this motherfucker. I hate this man. <laughs> Which, like, honestly, I could understand. He's, a, he's from the 1800s slash early 1900s, so he's never seen someone with green hair. Um, Adrian slash Aiden, I don't exactly remember your name. Um, if you are listening, call me. Um, <laughs> <laughs> loved you. <laughs> anyway, so we're going through the house. Nothing's really happening. They go through the case again in detail. If you want to take the tour of the house, go for it. You're not really going to experience anything until you go to the basement. Fuck no! So I don't know if you've ever felt this, but when I go somewhere that has a lot of spirits, I feel a lot of cold air. Yes. My friend Sarah and I were standing by apparently where one of the apparitions had shown. Really? Yes. Oh, um, bitch. We um, learned about all the spirits that were in the house. There's Abby, there's Andrew, and there's two children. Um, <laughs> Annie, I know. They're not creepy, I swear. I love them. I know. They just, oh, kid spirits scare the fuck out of me. Honestly, I thought that I was going to be scared of them, but they were so sweet. I was like, it's it was such a different energy. Right. I will go into them too. That when I talk about them, it's going to be a little bit longer yeah, yeah. than the other ones because I had such a connection with them. Mm-hmm. So there's two kids, Holder and Annie. I think we call her Annie. I'm not 100 percent sure. We'll call her Annie we'll for this. We'll call her Annie for this. <laughs> um, Holder, I believe, is 11 months old. Okay. When he passed, and Annie was around two years old. So they're little babies. Aww. And. There's Holder and Annie's mother, Eliza, who's in the basement. Eliza did murder her, those kids, unfortunately, in a spout of postpartum depression. She tried. She drowned her children in a basin in the house next door. Now, the theory is that the two kids that came to the house, they joined the f- household because they saw Andrew and Abby, and they were like, oh, adults, those gotta be my parents. And oh, went there. as ghosts, you're saying? Yes, as spirits. Oh, shit. No one knows how this really happens. I don't know why they're there. I just know that they are. They are related to the Bordens. They are cousins of the Bordens and live right next door. Oh, okay, so then that makes sense, then. Yeah, they have a familial, like, bond. Right. Eliza's also in the house. She is in the basement. I did pick up on her but she is only there to torture herself gotcha she recognizes what she did she feels horrible and she is forcing herself to be in the house as her children 
So the children will not go in the basement. Do not even try. And if you try to bring those kids into the basement, I will find you because they don't deserve that. They don't deserve to see their killer like that. Yeah. I don't think they fully understand why they died, but as any kid wouldn't. Yeah. So she's there torturing herself. She has a very big connection with kids. Uh, There was a 13-year-old at the house staying overnight with us with his, like, 90-year-old grandfather. Mm -hmm. And I was questioning why he brought his 90-year-old grandfather that looked like he was going to have a heart attack any minute. And they also stayed in Andrew's room. Right. Andrew's room is one of the most haunted bedrooms in the house. (laughs) People have left screaming from that room. That is why I did not book it. But Lizzie's room shares a wall. Is that next to or behind her wall behind her wall is his fucking room yeah and you stayed in it yes and there's a door connecting both rooms <gasps> i like made sure it was locked like a thousand times so girl yeah it, the house layout was very interesting it was very like enigmatic it was very weird i don't know how um, you did that but you <laughs> i didn't sleep i we left at five in the morning we left at five in the morning because I was. Really? Yeah, we did. You were just that scared. No, I had felt that I overstayed my welcome. Oh. So, I told my friend Sarah, I was like, "Let's get the figgity fuck out of here," and she slept. How the fuck did she sleep I in that house? No, I didn't even turn off the lights. We had the Lizzie and Emma suite, so it's uh, Lizzie's bedroom, which is the bigger bedroom, which Emma gave to her, and then there's Emma's room, which is like kind of off to the side. I had Lizzie's bedroom lights on the entire time. I was not turning off. Yeah, those girl, lights. I was not turning off no fucking lights in there. She turned off Emma's lights. What? So she kind of slept in like dim, darkish. Uh, Sarah, if you're listening to this, you're a fucking trooper, and I could never. Sarah, you're crazy. If you, if you're listening to this, you are crazy. <laughs> I'm gonna send her the link to this once it gets aired. Um, so yes. So in the basement, the cast of characters that's in the basement is Eliza, the children's mother. Uh, holders and Anne's. Annie's name, her first name is also Eliza. They named her after the mother, but she does not respond to it, so I call her by her middle name. Mm-hmm. So, there's Eliza who stays at one corner of the basement. Okay. If you go near her, you'll feel very sad, a very, like, heart... You know, like, when you're having, like, a heart-wrenching, like, cry where you, like, feel the heaviness in your yes. chest? Yes. You'll feel like that, but without actually crying. Damn. She's sobbing in the corner. Fuck. Always. Constantly. Um, the 13-year-old kid said that he asked her with the dowsing rods if she wanted to attach herself to him, and apparently it said yes, which is not in her nature, and he was dealing with another spirit that was down there named Benjamin. Benjamin is a dark entity who I think was brought in through a Ouija board mm-hmm. or a seance that was done in the basement. They had a seance room in the basement, so they did a lot of like witchy seances down there, bringing a lot of negative shit in. And then there's my... In this day and age, right? Not Uh, not back then. Back then. Back then? Back then. What the fuck? And they rent this shit to people? So there used to be a Ouija board in the house, but then someone stole it. And then something apparently really bad happened to those people. And they emailed it back saying, please make it... Not emailed it, but they mailed it back saying, please make it stop. Okay. Uh, word of advice, any psychic will tell you, do not use a Ouija board. I and will if, not be touching that. Do not. And no. if any psychic tells you to use a Ouija board, run because they are low vibrational, bad energy, no, no. Yes. Um, so, yeah. So, Benjamin and Carl are the two kind of non-human spirits in the basement. Right. Um, both Sarah and I were scratched, and I will show you those pictures after. I have Sarah's, not mine. Fuck. Mine went from the, my spine all the way up my bra strap. What? And in a straight line. If I did that to myself, there's no way. There's no way, like, anatomy. You could not reach that. I couldn't do it. Sarah had one that was more to the side, and it looked almost like a handprint. <gasps> um, so immediately, I was like, I hate these things. And you guys only stayed there for one night? One night. And that happened in one night? That happened while during the tour of the basement. During the tour? So, when we were in the basement, we were learning about the kids who got drowned in this, the house next door. And Sarah and I kept feeling this really cold, like, mm-hmm. like air by our legs. When it's cold, that's when you know. My friend who I mentioned, um, my ghost friend in the other video, he does have a cold energy about him. Yeah. But unfortunately, I don't know where he went. So, yeah. we'll figure, I have to figure that out. Um, so, basically, it was like this ice cold air, like kind of how it is outside, like right now. Yeah. 
solely oh my god tell me that i'm fucking scared (laughs) solely by like temperature wise yeah solely by my left leg and her right leg from the knee down Mm. Some people say it was the cat. They had a they had a cat that lived there through the tours and everything. When the like when they opened it up as a bed and breakfast, there was a cat that lived there, like right. a stray that they fed, and he died on the ha- premises. So he apparently runs through the house. Okay, Thackeray Binks. Literally, <laughs> literally. I think that. his name was Binks. What? I think no. his name was actually Binks, something like that. Um, and he or Malcolm, something like I think it, I think it was Malcolm. I don't know. Whatever the he fuck a, his name. He had a very cute name. Anyway. I was like, maybe it was like the cat, kind of like, you know, like reaching up, touching our knees or whatever, yeah. as cats do. Then I found out that the room that we were standing in front of was where Benjamin had been sighted. Oh fuck that! And we had went to Starbucks after we like checked in and everything, and we went to the bathroom, and Sarah just had a notion to check her back, and there's like three scratches on her back. What? Like going from her spine to her hip. What? Yeah, and then on my back. We were like, wait. She was like, wait, Lindsay, do you have one? And I was like, I don't know. So we checked my back, and I had one that went from like all the way up to like my bra strap. We got struck by scratched by two different entities. What? She got scratched by Benjamin. I got scratched by Carl, and we figured this out during the nighttime investigation. Okay. So oh, fuck. I'm kind of going out of order because a lot of things happened in between. Yeah. So would you prefer me to just stick with, like, how I got scratched and then move on to what I was doing in the meantime or kind of go in, like, chronological? Um, whatever fits best for you. Okay. So we went back to the house and we both agreed that we both got scratched in the basement because the scratches looked fresh and that was the last thing we did. Yeah. So we were in the house. We were in Lizzie's room. We were kind of, like, setting up equipment and stuff like that. Nothing really happened, but we did get a lot of EVPs from Abby, and she did respond well to when we said, um, it's just us guiles. <laughs> For some reason, she fucking loved just the phrase, just us girls. She loved it. And now, what do, what's an EVP, by the way? EVP? Oh, my God. I EVP. Forgot. I forgot I was saying EVP. EVP. Um, I forgot what it stood for, but, but... What's the gist of it? So, basically, you have a recorder... Uh-huh. You could use your phone, or you could use, like, one of those, like, little camcorders. Like, oh, one of those, like, static devices yeah. to pick up. That's... Oh, okay. That's EMF. Oh, That's oh. electromagnetic, like, field Ew. thing. Yeah. <laughs> so, we use that, too. And there was, like, random spikes throughout the house that was really cool. Um, yeah. The spikes actually did correspond with when we were getting messages, which was super cool. Oh, shit. But... EVP, we were, that's more when a voice, like, you know how you're doing this on your phone, like how, like, we're recording right now? Yeah. The, the mic stopped working when I tried to make, the, when I tried talking. It did. Literally, as we were about to record this, uh, both of my mics stopped working, which they have been fully charged for a while. I haven't used them in a while, but usually when you charge it, it only goes lower, it, like, the battery only lowers when you use it. And I haven't, I've only used it once, so I find it weird that... They stopped working right before we were filming this. It's okay. So. That wasn't the only weird thing that happened to us today. Yeah, we had some weird things that happened today. Your I think microwave kept getting weird, and then lights kept flickering around Yeah, me. like, I, I don't know. I guess this is what happens when you put two psychic mediums together. I have and no idea. And one who's trying to reclaim her energy. Yes. And going through, like, an explosion of energy. Weird um, shit, but... Weird shit. <laughs> go on with your story. All right. So, <laughs> so, basically, it was kind of like... She just liked being just us girls, you mm-hmm. know, and EVP, like, she kept coming in and saying, like, hi, stuff like that in a female voice. Right. And then we did dowsing rods. Do you know what dowsing rods yeah. are? Yes. Yeah. So, basically, there's two rods that you're holding, and they're kind of, like, they're, they have, like, a little rod that you hold, and then at exactly 90 degrees out, you have another rod going straight out with a little nub at the end. Some of them have a little nub at the end, some of them don't. People used to use it to actually find water. Oh. Back in the day. Now people use it for spirits to manipulate the energies. So mm-hmm. when the lines cross, it means yes. And when the rods go away, it means no. Like when they move separately. So we were like, Abby, do you like it that it's just us girls and the bars crossed? So, <laughs> and yeah, so we invited her to follow us throughout the house and stuff like that. And Abby, we didn't really get much from besides that she would react to just us girls. Yeah. She's a girl's girl. That's what I found out. She's a girl's girl. And then uh, there was a couple that was staying in the guest room by us, and they wanted to go explore the attic. The attic is where the children are, Eliza, Anne, also known as Annie, and Holder. And they wanted to go look at Bridget's room. I wanted to go to the children's room. 
because earlier not they, me <laughs> well earlier i had Sorry. felt them around no it's okay mm-hmm. i had felt them around and i wanted to properly introduce myself now this couple if they're listening i love y'all but like you do not know how to work with child spirits because you kept telling them that they couldn't like jump or move things or kick a ball I don't think if you realize if a ghost kicks a ball or a spirit kicks a ball, it ain't going to go very far. <laughs> okay? I wanted them to enjoy their time while I was there. I was like, I'm yeah. a fun aunt. You can throw things, <laughs> kick things, jump up and down. I just want to see you do shit. Yeah. She was like, um, no, no playing ball in the house. I was like, who the f- You're not that mother. She's downstairs. Go away. <laughs> so the children didn't really respond to them that well, but they did respond to me a lot. Yeah. They moved a ball with us yeah they passed a ball back which is really cool oh fuck yeah they're very active if you stay in the child's room which is in the attic by bridget's room um they tend to like be more like playful they uh-huh. like playing hide and go seek which i told them respectfully i am not playing with them yeah i was and gonna say i'm not playing hide and motherfucking go seek i play what? catch i like pass yeah, the, the ball back and stuff forth. i feel like is like, fine but hide and seek fine. i don't want to come face to face with your asses no they liked the cat balls because they light up and they like toys that make noise because children love toys that make noise yeah so <laughs> i'm like crying no it wasn't bad they were so they were so sweet they um they were very welcoming very kind and they were just so great to be around. Like you felt like you were with kids, not like yeah, not like play with us. Yeah. like shining. Like yeah, like how they do it in the movies. It was more just actual genuine. They're souls. babies. Yeah, they don't know any better. They're innocent babies that were drowned. They don't understand why it happened to them. They're just apparently stuck here for a long time and not really a good time because they're stuck in a haunted house. Yeah, with their mother who killed them in the basement. I personally wouldn't want to be there either. Yeah. But they make the most out of it, and they're yeah. so sweet. It's understandable why they're in the attic, then, since their mother's in the they basement. They want to be farthest away. Yeah. So people tend to leave coins out for the spirits of the house so they don't bother them throughout the night. I didn't do that, because I was like... You wanted ex- all I that? wanted to experience it. I didn't, <laughs> I was there to get answers. I was on a journey to really confirm myself as a medium, uh-huh. and I got that confirmation from the kids. Fuck. So the kids, you could feel the cold, the cold air around them. Uh, when the tour started of the kitchen and the basement, or the night tour, we had this lovely, lovely, lovely lady. Uh, we call her Z. She's great. She goes by Z. She's great. Fantastic. Love her. Um, she was with me mostly because I did not want to be alone in the basement. When my friend was like, let's go in the basement by ourselves. And I was like, this is why white people die in movies. Because of bitches <laughs> like us. <laughs> So, I was like, I am not Fred from fucking Scooby-Doo. I'm not going to be like, let's split up, gang. I'm not doing that. No, no, no. Fuck no. I'm like, we're sticking with the guide, and that's it. Because I'm not going to the basement without her. Yeah, no. So, this was before we went into the basement, and we found out that Carl and Benjamin scratched us. Okay. So, we were investigating the dining room and the kitchen. There was this lovely family there, and I scared them because I was creepily accurate and they're like, ooh, you're spooky. And I was like, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so I was already well acquainted, well acquainted with the kids. And I was like, if you're going to be with the kids, just know you shouldn't stand over them. You should sit on the floor to get on their level. Yes, that and makes sense. If you work with kids, like a teacher or daycare or something like that, or you have kids, you know that that's the best way to approach it. And that's probably why you interacted well with them, too. She's a teacher, if you guys didn't know. I um, said it briefly earlier, yes. but... Yeah. In case you guys didn't hear... I've or, always had a gift with kids. Yes. Apparently, now it's ghost kids, too. Yeah. Yeah, apparently. Yeah. <laughs> so, we were investigating the dining room with the, with the guide, and I was just talking to her, and she goes, I love when spiritual people and sensitive people come to the boarding house. I love their experiences. Now I'm sitting on the dining room chair and we're talking about the kids and he's just making the dowsing rods holder is just making them swing back and forth, just swinging, having a good time like someone's playing with them. And I didn't trust the dowsing rods at first until I felt a child sit on my lap. Now, when a child normally sits on your lap, it feels warm. Yeah, warm and like a little slight heavy, but not yeah. too heavy. Yeah. This feels the slightly heavy but colder like my left arm was freezing the entire night oh fuck yes because they stayed with us the whole night i invited them to stay with us and we even caught um evps later on the spirit box saying snuggle and cuddle 
That's kind of cute. So they, they, I was freezing the entire. I'd be night. scared as fuck, but that is cute. I'm not I, gonna lie. My heart rate was through the roof. Oh yeah, they, it um, would be a fucking they, ghost child sleeping with. <laughs> they, they did. They did. They fully fucking did. And I was freezing the entire night, and they did snuggle with me because I felt them next to me the entire night, which was cute. I couldn't sleep because now I was too cold and like. Also, there was, like, weird construction going on, like, at 3 o'clock in the morning. What? And then the fire alarm in Andrew Borden's room was just, like, you know the low battery beeping? Oh, God. Like, every 10 seconds. What? I was not sleeping. It was driving me nuts. And I'm, like, calling my poor thing, Christian. I'm, like, Christian, I'm scared. And he's, like, bitch, I don't want to be on the phone with you. And I'm, like, well, you are now. Your boo thing? Um, unconfirmed. It's relatable. Yeah. It's- <laughs> Yeah. Something he, else. <laughs> he did not want to be on the phone with me. I wanted to call you at one point, but I was like, bitch, you're not going to be up at 3 a.m. Yeah, no, so, I was not going to be awake. So, yeah. Um, oh, sorry, my mom is texting me. Hang no, you're good. So, <laughs> basically, we were in the dining room. These kids are sitting on my lab, and they went to cuddle with me after. But while we're doing that, I'm like, oh, is Annie on my lap? And the rods went, yes. So I just start bouncing my leg for no reason. Like, it just was a maternal thing. Like, there was a kid on my lap, and I was just, like, bouncing, whatever. And I would start saying, she's blonde hair, doesn't she? And the things cross. Now, the girl, she said that she was wearing a green dress. I did not get that. I was getting more pink, but it could have also been because it was a female energy on me. That's true. I don't know. But I knew she was blonde, and she had these beautiful fucking eyes. She was, And there's also no picture of her. So how I knew this, nobody knows. And I did not know anything about these kids. Yeah. Like, the only thing I knew about these kids was from the Sam and Colby video. But even then, there's no picture of her. There's no way I would know who was sitting on my lap, whatever. Sometimes you could just feel it. Yeah, I just... Yeah. Yeah. Normally, when I like to go into places that are haunted, I don't like to know anything about it. I like to just be like there and just experience what i experience it's a medium thing yeah yeah because it makes it it honestly it validates it for me yes and it validates it for the person that i'm reading for so yeah these kids were with us the whole night and then it was time for me to go into the basement so i go into the basement and i hate it down there hate it loathe (laughs) entirely and we're sitting in the seance room and my friend was like oh carl is here and I'm like, is Carl the one that scratched me? And the rods went, yes. And the REM pod was going off. We also What? Had, the REM pod was going off exactly when I asked questions. Oh, so it shit. was intelligent answering my questions. Now, when it went off saying that he did scratch me, I was like, well, you can tell Carl that I'm not going to talk to him unless he apologizes. Because I don't like being scratched by spirits. And I don't communicate with those kind of energies that are going to do that. So unless he apologizes, I will not be speaking to him. You go ahead and you set those boundaries, girl. And honestly, you have more power than they do. So if you say that, there's no fucking way they're going to be able to talk to you. That's so true. So I was like, you know what? If you want to apologize, make the REM pod go off. And the REM pod at this point, after he had confirmed anything before, it had not gone off in a while. Oh, shit. The second I say make the REM pod go off if you're sorry, within seconds, it goes off. What? Like, within two seconds, it goes off. Oh, my God. So, yeah. At least he was sorry, but fuck. Yeah, and it was really funny because apparently he called Z a slur. Oh. And he never apologized for that. It had been six months since the situation, and he apologized to me immediately, and I was like, oopsies. So, yeah. <laughs> and then we were asking Carl if he scratched my friend Sarah, and he said no. And I was like, was it Benjamin? And it said yes. And I was like, well, I don't fuck with Benjamin. Because Benjamin doesn't apologize for anything. And he's just a genuinely, like, bad dude. I won't be near him. Um, so, yeah, that was basically the basement. Carl was pretty fun. He called me a slut. And I was like, thanks. <laughs> so, <laughs> you're like, true, but... <laughs> no, Not really true, but, like, thanks, homie. <laughs> I hear when he insults you, that means he loves you with that kind of toxic relationship that yeah. I'm used to. <laughs> so, yes. So after that, my uh, my friend Sarah, we went back to our room, and we kind of just, like, we're just talking, and we found out that Andrew does not like me, mm-hmm. and he did not like the spirit that was around me protecting me, my grandmother, because she's a woman and an immigrant. Oh, God. And Andrew does not like women or immigrants. So he called my friend Sarah and I, um, bitches. 
And how did you... Did you hear that from your own abilities? No. Or did you hear that from... Spirit box. The spirit box thing. Okay. So, it said something about, like, disgraceful bitches, something like that. What? Something about us being gay, which we're not... I mean, I'm bi, but she's mostly straight, I think. Mostly? <laughs> I mean, I, she's, she's... I don't know. She's dating a guy now. I don't know. Maybe he shipped you guys together. No. No. <laughs> if anything, this man probably hates gays. So... The gays and days, I'm so sorry. I'm sorry, man. I don't think Andrew's gonna like you, but you still <laughs> have part of your head and all of it, and he has, like, none of it. So, you know what? True. Stunt on him, sis. Valid things. <laughs> so, he also called me a slut and a bitch, and, he, oh, he called me and my friends our disgraceful lovers. Oh. All we were doing was sitting on the bed. We were sitting on the bed together, and that was it. And what I was like, fuck? okay, Andrew, you backwards piece of shit. <laughs> and I was like, we're just friends, by the way. We've been friends for 20 years. We're more like sisters, but okay. Slight queen. <laughs> and um, I was like, we can be gay if that pisses you off. <laughs> and yeah, so after that, Sarah kind of went to sleep. I didn't fucking sleep. I was freezing. My jacket moved by itself. What? And honestly, I think that was Bridget coming down saying, how dare you put your jacket on the floor? <laughs> <laughs> or at least on the um, the little couch. But uh, we left at 5 o'clock in the morning because we had a long trip back to Long Island. And I woke my friend Sarah up and I was like, we got to go, bitch. And she was like, no, I'm tired. And I was like, how are you fucking sleeping? <laughs> there is a fire. Not even the fact that it's a scary house. There is a fire alarm going beep, beep every 10 seconds. No, yeah, no. I, I could not and construction do that. going on at 3 o'clock in the morning. I wasn't sleeping. Like, my friend Christian, when we were on the phone together, he was like, bitch, how would you sleep through that? I'm like, I'm not. I would not be asleep. I also, I just wouldn't be in that house, I don't think. Not for nothing, though. The beds were damn comfortable. Really? They were memory foam. It remembered me. <laughs> Shut nice. the fuck up. <laughs> it was amazing. <laughs> the beds were so nice. And they do, like, a breakfast in the morning if you pay extra. Like, they cook you breakfast, and it's super cute. And you get to eat in the dining room where Lizzie Borden ate all her spoiled food, and you stunt on them, sis. <laughs> uh, we didn't do that, and we didn't stay for that. And then I ended up emailing the place and be like, yo, so there's, like, an alarm thing going on in Andrew's room. Mm -hmm. I wouldn't touch that shit, but it's there. <laughs> and they were like, oh, like, any other experiences with Andrew? I'm like, you called me a slut and a bitch. And she was like, yeah, sounds like Andrew. Well, hopefully you stay longer next time. And I was like, I don't think I'm sleeping there again. No, no, you better not. But if I will, it's going to be in the kids' room. <laughs> But yeah, I didn't really experience much with Bridget. She was just kind of in her room. She didn't really talk to me. I feel like she just wanted to be left alone. Yeah. You know, whatever. So what would you say was, like, the biggest confirmation for you that um, made it, like, the turning point where you were like, yeah, this is definitely, like... Seeing a shadow fly across me, mm -hmm. like, my vision, which was Abby before we started the basement investigation... And honest, at the beginning of the day, or no, at was... night before the night investigation. Okay. And it happened while like Z was going down like the information and stuff. Yeah. And it literally went like right past me, me and my friend Sarah. We were like, "What the fuck?" And then she was like, "Yeah, that happens." That was the only time it happened the whole night. And um, yeah, it's that and the kids. I feel like and the, the kids, kids. Yeah, yeah. I feel like that was like crazy. That but, like you could really, feel it. That really like resonated it with me and. Mm -hmm the emotion that I felt for them like I wanted to pack them up and take them home and like send them to the other side to be finally at peace and away from this fucking place yeah. because it's gloomy as shit when you go to a place where someone was murdered yeah. and then people are going there and be like oh my god someone was murdered here I bet Lizzie did it blah, 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 blah. Yeah. Lizzie Borden haunts the house no she does not she's not in the house she does not want anything to do with that house that bitch is out and if you go to that house and you're like, oh, Lizzie lives here, you should probably do more questions and probably more research. Research. Mm -hmm. And she did not die in that house. She's not there. There's no reason why she would be back there. And if you are a victim of domestic violence, just remember that there is always help. Yes. And if you are a victim of abuse from parental figures or a partner, just let you know there is help out there and i think we should probably link it in the description if you are a loved one i will probably anybody. yes yeah there's always help for you it's not the end and if you have postpartum depression yourself just know that your feelings are natural and they are valid it happens you know and there's so many resources out there now to get help um 
if you are a person that gave birth to kids and you feel the way like they're any postpartum things please consult your doctor please get the help that you need because mm -hmm. it's not forever when you're pregnant you have a whole lot of hormones and when you give birth that's a whole lot of hormones after yes so please get the help you need we have the resources now and uh yeah yeah that was my uh my stay at the lizzie borden house oh my god that was so i don't even i don't even know the right words that was like the craziest thing i've heard in like a long time i'm sorry for the or maybe the <laughs> no 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 the length was that was good the length was good but oh my god yeah was, um i'll show you other things like the stuff that i caught i did have um another question because i remember you mentioned that your grandmother kind of was there with you like yes. how would you say that affected the experience because you said that she and andrew i definitely that spirit think didn't... she kept andrew away from me which is good yeah because my anger issues could never and i would end up trying to get some salt or a vacuum and go ghostbusters on this bitch but um yes so my grandmother as you know she passed away yeah about, in a couple of weeks it'll be a year Mm hmm and i wear her earrings wherever i go yeah so, you're wearing them right now right i am wearing yes them right now. she is um, she was like a mother figure to me and I helped take care of her up until she passed with the help of my entire family. Mm -hmm. Um, but when she passed, I believe she kind of just became this protecting figure yeah. over me and my family. I think more so me. I don't know why, but well, you guys I'll are very close. It. Yeah. But I thought she'd be more with my mom, Yeah, but she's there. She actually made herself known today. Aww. My mom and I were trying on her nightgowns And I made some raunchy joke And this like Thing that was on my sister's desk that hasn't moved in months Like you could literally see like Dust around it and how like underneath This like little beanbag thing with Pokemon on it Is like clean Yeah, Flew onto the floor after mm -hmm. I made the dirty joke Yeah, And I looked at my mom And I was like there's no way that could have You're just like she's she was, here <laughs> She was like I don't think she liked that joke And I was like well I am not taking it back. <laughs> I thought it was funny, Grandma. <laughs> so, yeah. it was. It's interesting. It's yeah. really great. Oh, that was a really, really good story. And I feel like it was nice to hear that perspective because not everybody who is a, is a medium... Not everybody who is not a medium will get it, if yeah. that made sense. <laughs> I feel like when you... Your mind is such a powerful tool in general. Yes. Which is why when you leave any place that has spirits, you always have to tell them that they cannot follow you, they cannot attach themselves mm -hmm. to you. And you gotta you cleanse. You have more power than they do. Yes. And the mind is also a very powerful thing in itself, which is why I also like to go to places without knowing what's going on. Yeah. Because then your mind can play tricks on you. If you know the place is haunted, you are going to start paying attention to things that are normal. That's true. And it's an old house. You're going to hear creaks and stuff. You're going to hear creaks and, like, things moving and stuff like that. But it's just the piping in the house. Yeah. That's all that is. Yeah. So it's one of those things where you got to go in with an open mind. And if you are a medium and you want to experience this, you can go to the website and book your stay through there. Um, the people there are very nice. Um... The service is amazing. Mm -hmm. um, it is fun. I'm not going to lie. It is a lot of fun if you're an adrenaline junkie like me. But do be careful. Yeah, be most mindful. definitely. Do not let anything attach itself to you. Mm -hmm. um, if it's asking to attach itself to you, it is probably not of the love and light. So, yeah, go to a church, use incense, use sage preferably blue sage because white sage is more of a close practice now mostly yep. for native americans yep. so try to use more incense stuff like that you can go to a church um cleanse or um wherever you tend to practice your religion to cleanse yeah uh, but yeah everything is great there it's really it's a really great experience and i recommend it honestly mm -hmm. it wasn't that bad it wasn't like a haunted movie you know I'm like, my ass ain't going there, but... Probably not. For but anybody else who wants to have a good experience, experience or, um, you know, test their mediumship abilities, if you feel like you have intuitive abilities or anything like that and you want to confirm it, I would say it probably is a good experience. My my ass personally ain't going there, you know? But, like, I, if you want to, I fully support you. Go ahead, girl. It is not for the faint of heart. And yeah. it's not no. for someone who is new to being a psychic. No. It's not. 
you would need to have had experiences. Yes. Um, I would not recommend this as something that you do just to, like, fuck around and find out. Yeah. Do not antagonize the spirits, because, let's be real, if someone came into your house cursing you out and calling you a bunch of things, you wouldn't be happy either. Yeah. Um, honestly, going anywhere that has spirits, treat them with respect, because they were once people. And just really understand cleansing. Cleanse yourself. Get accustomed to cleansing your energy and really making sure that you're high vibrational because these spirits are pretty low vibrational even though they might get a bad rap yeah exactly very well said very yeah. good story thank, thank you. you so much for sharing your story oh anytime i have a thousand more i could share with you it was really a, a ride um but it was also really you know like I said, nice to hear that perspective. Not everybody gets to hear like a, a medium's perspective or anything. Not everyone understands it the same, but it's sometimes good it's to still reliable. have it. Yeah, sometimes it's not reliable because it's you're like you're not in that person's shoes. But yeah, you know, a lot of things can be over dramatized. But we always try to keep it real. And me in general on on my podcast, I always make sure that everything is kept real. I like factual things only. So uh, just know if there's any skeptics out there, all this shit that we're saying is 100% based off of true things that we've experienced. And I will always keep it that way. And again, thank you so much for sharing your story, Lindsay. It was amazing. And thank you guys for listening. And without further ado, I'm going to close out with our sound healing meditation. So we're going to clear up all of this negative ass energy that we let out. Um, Yeah, heavy, heavy as hell. So sit back, lie down, relax, shut your eyes, take a deep breath in from your nose and out from your mouth. And I'm going to play. guys thank you so much for joining today i always love when you guys join and it means the most to me and uh, i hope that you guys enjoyed today's episode i haven't done a spiritual episode like this in a bit i also haven't done a guest episode in a bit so i hope that you guys enjoyed today and enjoy today's company thank you again Lindsay. also if you guys are new here and you made it this far thank you so much for listening i give you a lot of credit for that And I hope that if you are new here that you follow, like, subscribe and everything and that you come back again for next week. And thank you guys again for joining. I love you all and I hope you guys have the bestest week ever. I'll see you all next week. Goodbye.